Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Monsanto Hall of Chemistry at night. On the back it reads, In Disneyland, millions have visited Monsanto Chemical Company's Hall of Chemistry, one of Tomorrowland's most popular attractions. Inside, the fascinating exhibits tell the story of Monsanto, where creative chemistry works wonders for you. It's postmarked July 24, 1957, and I assume they visited the park on Tuesday, July 23rd, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 83 and a low of 58. It's addressed to a Mr. and Mrs. C.O. Young of Colma, California. It reads, Dear Jess and Oss, We arrived in L.A. last Saturday evening. Today we are going to Katie's in Long Beach. Then she will come to Willie and Mella's for a day or so. Think we are to come to SF about a week from today. But don't know if you have other plans. Don't depend on us or put off any of your plans. Love, Jen. Jen was there just 10 days after the addition of the oldest Disneyland attraction, the Petrified Tree Stump, which was added to Frontierland on July 13th, Walt Millian's 32nd wedding anniversary. The story goes that Walt purchased the 5-ton tree remnant as a 31st anniversary present, even though a 31st anniversary present should be travel according to Hallmark.com. Then Lillian said it wouldn't fit on the mantle at home, so they should keep it in Disneyland. The plaque next to the tree stump notes that the tree was presented to Disneyland from Mrs. Walt Disney. Although the story was mostly fabricated by a playful Walt Disney, the stump was purchased by Walt and Lillian while they were on their anniversary vacation in Colorado. I'd like to believe that Walt joked with Lillian about the purchase on the drive away from the petrified forest. Some fun facts about the stump include the cost, which was about $1,650, and with inflation that cost would now be around $15,650. And the stump has been moved at least once. I have a photo from the Mark Twain looking down on Frontierland, and the stump is missing from its current location. Based on where it is now and the dedication photo with Walt and Lillian, I assumed it was moved before the addition of Fantasmic. Our next card has the infamous Flying Saucer attraction, along with the Skyway and the Moonliner in the background. On the back it reads, Flying Saucers. Fact or fancy, Flying Saucers have a place in Disneyland's Tomorrowland. These saucer-like discs operate on a cushion of air which raises them above the ground as guests pilot their own ships in free flight. It's postmarked July 6, 1967, and I assume the senders visit the park on Wednesday, July 5th when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 76 and a low of 63. It was sent to a Virginia and Sally Esposto of San Francisco, California. It reads, Dear Aunt Sally and Aunt Jen, What a boring ride. It took us 13 hours to get here. We ate and went swimming. We decided to go to Disneyland tomorrow. The trip was quite a change from last year. David was really excited. It was fun watching him. Love, Steve. Steve was there during one of the special event nights held in the summer of 1967. I have found limited information on these events. 
Steve was there for vaudeville night. There were also event nights called Country Music Jubilee, Hootenanny, and Humdinger. These events were held on weekdays in July and August in 1967. On episode 6, sent from the Tiki Room, I mentioned the Country Music Jubilee held in 1966. The vaudeville night would have been a similar event with standard Disneyland performers like the Dapper Dans and the Disneyland Band performing along with some headliners and up-and-coming performing groups for an evening's entertainment. I couldn't find a list of particular performers for the July 5th vaudeville night, but it's an event I would like to see return to Disneyland. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. Special thanks to e-ticket patron Tania, C-ticket patrons Debbie Weinstein and Brian Crawford, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the A-ticket patrons Elise Sharp, Zillot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland, or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.